It was the lowest scoring week in league history. Huh? Oh, no. We start in Teddy City, where scoring has never been an issue until the mayor got down on one knee. Carson Bench was exposed in the sack by the Eagles, and we can only hope there was a better result for the mayor in the sack early on Sunday morning. Honest Gabe Davis might get assassinated by John Estadillo Wilkes Booth if he tries to push the latest version of his bills. Dr. Karloff filled the stat sheet like it was a rotten tooth, and Plactrick Mahomes had some buildup, but Dr. Loaf had enough tools to scrape away the victory. Loaf, 114.3. Esto, 92.6. What? 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 Next, we head to school, where lighting said, We did it, Joe. Burrow, and the seat got a little cooler for Mr. Steelio Swag. Jeffrey Dahmer Wilson Jr. dismembered the Death Boys, and it was good eats for him and his teammate Clyde Edwards Cannibal Air on Sunday. It was a semi-Lamar kind of life, once again for Nate. But he sang... I want something else to get me through this when it comes to his running backs. He's going to Ezekiel hold that L it going into week four with an underwhelming one and two record. Lighting, 110.5. Nate, 102.6. Some spread. Tick, 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 tick. Now, we head to FarmersOnly.com where Tenny's profile couldn't be sniffed out by Osh. There were, let's go, Brandon, Cook's chance breaking out on the farm, and Najee Kamala Harris somehow failed upward to become the highest scorer on this roster with 11.6 points. Rashad Jason Bateman was laundering points in Tenney's lineup, and Logan Paul Thomas did a deep fake in the tight end spot. But JT still came away with the WWE in this one. He'll look to swipe right on better farmers next week in his starting lineup. Tenney! 95.2, Osh, 67.9, oh, no. Next, we're off to the finance department, where once upon a time in Hollywood Brown, Jacob was undefeated. Jacob relied on the Chargers, and he needed Bosa's and Mimosa's, DK and cocaine, just to get him through the terrible performance on Sunday. Z-Tech has been super bad this season, and he fired back in week three, saying... McLaurin is the most commonly used name on earth. Read a fucking book for once. Sammy learned that these Joes ain't loyal as Mixon burned him this week. But Chris Brown Godwin should be hitting the field soon for the meat house. 0-2 Z-Tech, 98.5. 2-0 Jacob, 92.8. Huh? 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 Last, we go to the Spreadsheet Olympics, where Will Smith Curtis Reimer couldn't figure out how to excel in this one. Young Gerald Everett was almost famous for Will, but he'll look for a different lady killer next week at tight end. Ramondre Steven Goat tore it up on Will's bench, and people are asking if he would have been a better keeper than Debo Samuel. Huh? Alan Sobinson had Sloan K in tears this week, but Mark I'm the Mandrews put this roster in the aloe black in this matchup, and this week he's... On the cover of the Rolling Sloan. Sloan 96.2, well, 82.7. Because this pod can obviously never be too long, I now present you with the first ever Cochrane Woods Archives stat of the week. 
Last week's performances introduced some shakeups to our league record boards, and not in a good way. The combined 953.4 points shamefully put up last week is our second lowest total in league history. It was the first time ever that seven teams failed to crack 100 points, and it was just the fourth time in league history that we failed to break 1,000 points in total. Finally, Matt's whopping 114.3 points was the third lowest total ever to lead the league in scoring in a week. Coming in first place in this stat category is Esto's 2021 Week 9 performance, where he led the league with 111.7 points. And shocker, that week is our lowest point total in league history, edging out this past week with just 948.6 points. All right, decanters. It is week four, and we have officially survived the Goose Gooch Watch. So congratulations to everybody. Clap it up for the league. Uh, This is a big moment for us. Pretty early, I would say, to have survived the Goose Gooch Watch after three weeks. Um, I, I don't. I think we'd have to check the record books, but that seems earlier than usual. I think uh, last year we had at least one 0-3 team in Sammy Z Tech, and I think most years there's typically an 0-3 team. So there are no undefeated teams. There are no completely defeated teams, winless teams. So congratulations to everybody. The standings are very tight. A lot of parity. That's what we like to see. And the Goose Gooch watch has been avoided. Um, I think it was a, a pretty good week overall, except for the fact that it was the second lowest scoring week of all time. So we can be happy with where we're at, that everybody is a game away. Everybody is just one play away, one game away from being right there in contention. And we can also be embarrassed that uh, it was the second lowest scoring week of all time. So in the fastest two minutes, I think I said it was the lowest scoring week of all time. There was a little bit of a mix up there. Um, It was a formula issue in the archives. We won't get into it, but just know that it's fixed now and this is you know, this is where we're at. It was the second lowest scoring week. Some, some benches really went off too, which is unfortunate. Um, but at this point in the season, you kind of go with who, you know, uh, you, you're starting your, the guys that you drafted, the guys you feel comfortable with. And then after three weeks is a time where you really start to look at your football team and, and figure out some things and say, okay, this guy's not living up to expectations. This guy on my bench has been extremely consistent over three weeks. So, you know, it's all a guessing game. But uh, a lot of benches went off this past week. So we have that. Uh, Moving forward, Loaf's Lock, officially on the cool throne. Uh, Loaf's Lock won this weekend. He took the Bengals minus six. They won by 15. So Loaf's Lock gets off the schneid, gets the first win of the season. And he is officially back. He's one and one. Uh, we will continue to get Loaf's lock. Hopefully, hopefully a little earlier in the week going forward, so I don't have to send it out, you know, on Friday or Saturday or whatever. But but we will let Loaf crunch the numbers. You can't rush greatness. So we'll let Loaf be in the lab cooking up his locks, and we won't rush greatness. So Loaf, whenever you get to your lock is fine. Uh, it would just be great if it was before the release of the podcast. And 
Next on the list, um, I'm going to power rank the teams. After three weeks, I think it's kind of enough time to know where we're at. So I'm going to do a little power rankings. I also have a graphic that I'll send out. Uh, I made the graphic, so it's probably going to be the worst graphic in league history. But I did make a graphic. It's a tier list based on the power rankings in the league. And I'll just go, you know, with my gut here. I think there are three elite teams in the league. And I hate to put myself in this category, but I think I have one of the elite teams. And I, I hate putting myself here. But, you know, it's a good roster. First in the standings, second in points scored. So at that point, you kind of, I mean, it's kind of forcing my hand in the elite tier. And joining me in the elite tier is going to be Jesse, and it's going to be Loaf. And that's because I think these teams are very, just top to bottom, I think these teams are very good. Uh, I don't know if there's a hole in either of these teams. And both of these rosters are just really good. Loaf has been extremely consistent. Scoring like within three uh, every single week. I think he's been within three points um, all three weeks. So Loaf, just the model for consistency so far this season. He has scored over 100 every week. And then Jesse, Jesse's been a little less consistent, but his this team is going to go as far as his horses can take him. And he's got three horses. He's got Josh Allen, Chris McCaffrey, Debo Samuel. He's going to go as far as those three take him. Uh, if those three stay healthy, he has a real shot to win and repeat. And so I think Jesse is in that elite tier. Uh, next tier is going to be Frisky. And I think Jacob and Will are Frisky. I think both of these teams, the reason they're not in the elite category is because they're like one guy away from being elite. And I think Will is a tight end. He needs to find a tight end. He's all three weeks, his tight end spot has been a disappointment and all three weeks, it's been a different guy. So if Will could find a consistent tight end, this will be, this will absolutely be an elite roster. Um, he kind of has a flex issue too, where he has like four or five guys that he could put in there every week, which a lot of teams have that. But I think Will's a tight end away from being completely elite. And then Jacob is like one really consistent guy away. I don't think Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara have quite lived up to the first and second round tags. But Jacob is still just like one, you know, one really consistent guy away from being a really good team. He's 2-1. and one. So both these teams were 2-0 and oh last week. They lost this week. Um, so they're certainly right there. And I think both of these teams will be really tough to beat going forward. I think they both could win this week and completely reverse my my power rankings with Jacob beating me and Will beating Loaf, so that would be fun. Um, but I think those are the two frisky teams. The next tier is, you have to prove it to me, tier. John, Sammy, you got to prove it. I thought John had one of the best drafts, and it just hasn't gone well so far this season. He has the lowest point scored. He's in last in the league, and he's got some injuries He's got some roster questions. Uh, he definitely has a quarterback issue. I think John just has to prove it to us that he can score points on a consistent basis. He can win games because uh, you have to win this league. Same with Z-Tech. He's had, he's had real injury 
problems uh, to start the season, which is never a good spot to be in. But if this team gets healthy, he can start putting up points. He can start proving it. But he still is in a, in a spot where he has to just prove it to us. Uh, I took him off watch this week, but, you know, he's 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 on a short leash here. Uh, next here is a tier of its own, and it's it's you proved it. And that's Nate Meter. Nate, you proved it. All right. You're so far away from watch. You're one and two. You have the most points in the league. It's been kind of an unfortunate start for Nate, but you absolutely proved it. Uh, this team can go nuclear at any moment. And it's a I, it's a good team. The running backs are still a real problem, but he can clearly overcome that on a weekly basis. I don't think Nate's going to get last just because of the fact that he has Lamar Jackson, who is a cheat code, and he's got really good wide receivers. And so I think Nate will probably end up somewhere in the top half, maybe right in the middle, fifth, sixth, somewhere in there. I think he'll sneak into the playoffs, but he absolutely proved it, and he has the most points scored. Obviously, that's that's a little bit skewed because of the game of the century between me and Nate, so mine is skewed as well. Uh, you could certainly make a case I shouldn't be in the elite tier because of that, but Nate, you proved it. Last tier is, oh, no, and this is Ashen Lighting. Uh, these, these are my teams on watch. Both are on heat check or on track watch. Um, Osh, I'm, I'm nervous for Osh. I'm very nervous. It's scary hours right now for this roster. Russ stinks. Uh, they're letting Russ cook and he can't even cook a hot pocket. I mean, this guy is awful at football. And so, you know, unless or unless Russ figures it out, Osh is going to have a real problem on his hands. And, you know, Pitts hasn't lived up to expectations. Judy's been inconsistent. Evans got suspended for a game. I mean, it's just been, a, you know, now Swift is hurt. So it's just been a slew of issues for Osh. And I'm nervous. So he is on watch. First appearance on watch this week. And then Lighting's going to stay on watch. And say what you want about Lighting but and, and about this team. But Lighting made a really good trade because of the three guys he got, they've outscored Devontae, you know, five of the six have out, out, outscored Devontae. The only one that didn't was Miles Sanders this week. But last week, all three of them outscored Devontae individually. This week, two of the three outscored Devontae. So you can make a case that if Lighting doesn't trade for Devontae, this is an 0-3 team and he is panicking. You know, it's 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 panic mode. So I think Lighting made a really good trade. He got three starters out of it. And I could see this team being frisky down the line. Um, he put up the second most points this week, which is certainly something. But he's going to stay on watch. Um, just because there's still just, there's not, you know, it's it's hard to look at his roster and say that there's like, serious juice on it he doesn't have you know trading away your your number one pick makes it look a little bit flawed so he's going to stay on watch those are your tiers um also a little fun fun trend or stat i think either john or loaf told this or texted this to me or 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 we talked about it in the off season and if that's wrong please correct me i think it was esto but 
we have this little trend going on of league champions. It went Will, and then Osh, and then Lighting, and then Will again, and then Osh again, and then Jesse. So it's this Will, Osh, random, Will, Osh, random, meaning Will is our league champion. So I think, you know, I think trends like this don't break. I think trends like this are strong. So Will, congratulations on winning the league this year. Um, I think it's very clear that, you know, this trend is going to continue. So congrats in advance. Uh, good luck to everybody this week, except for Jacob Engel. And as always, fuck you guys. JT. Hello. Footwork. I've been called as much. Little Mex- Little Mexico. Today you could just call me Sniffles and hacking up a lung. Love that. The reigning champion and the winner of the <coughs> Oh wow. Oh, it's it's real. I just put in four more cups. About two minutes. Wow, you're you're grinding through this. I, I wouldn't miss it for the world. I could be on okay. my deathbed and I'd join the pod. Okay. I love to hear it. In well, fact, if I somehow die before next season, I need you to dedicate to a Ouija board and me. Okay, we can do that. I I can get the the graphics department on that. All right. Um. Well, you are the reigning champion. So, and you look like a wagon again this year. So, convince me you're going to repeat. Well, we could look at a lot of different stats. I've got the league. At- stat sheet pulled up right now and i don't really know how this is a thing i guess future games but currently even though i'm in third place i have the highest percentage chance to make the playoffs according wow. to espn you have 81 will's got 73 percent, and i've got 82 percent. you just edged me out and then i mean that that's the top three it's a pretty clear top three but if you look at will I mean, the wheels are falling off the wagon. <laughs> Will's three-week scores go 150, 122, 82. Yikes. So Trouble. first he dropped 30 points, then he dropped 40 points. If the trend continues, he's going to score 30 points next week. <laughs> he, Yeah, trouble in paradise. And then your team has been a little inconsistent. You've got a 109, a 163, and a 96. So you basically had one boom week. Yep. So I've been trending down like Will, but not nearly as poorly. And I think I'm starting to get things figured out a little bit. So I think ESPN's taking all that into account, and that's why I've got the highest percent of uh, getting in the playoffs this year. You kind of have a a who's on first situation where – you have like three guys that you have to try and figure out which one to start every week. And you're probably going to make the wrong decision every week. <coughs> you know, that's been the case so far. I'll, I'll... <laughs> um, but basically what it's going to boil down to is who's playing what defense. Cause Amari Cooper and Rashad Bateman, they're both going to have boomer bust weeks basically. He's actually showed out every week, and I'm finally giving him his first shot on the starting lineup this week. So yeah. we'll hope that doesn't backfire. Yeah, he's been good. But then, like, Jacobs and Patterson, it's just going to be what defense, who's playing what. Like, they, they both are easily the RB1s on their team, but their team can't figure out how to use an RB1. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, it's a good problem to have. All that being said, though, uh, we go back to Will, who's – 
definitely a fraud in this league this year. Wow. Um, but he wanted to run his mouth about me taking Cordell Patterson early, blah, blah, blah. But Cordell's my RB2, then with Jacobs. Will has one starting running back, like most, and then he has four RB2 options. <laughs> and Cordero Patterson has more points on the year than all four of Will's backup running backs. Oh, boy. So, I would also like to say I missed this at the beginning. Will has only had 265 points scored against him all year. Yeah, I saw that. That's that's disgusting. If If he didn't have one big scoring week in that – that early 150 he would be one and two and he'd easily be in fraud category for probably just being in dead last but he had that one good week his team looks good on paper i I don't know but he's really trending down he said no points scored against him so yeah you have you have to start to wonder people are starting to ask about the schedule and him creating his own schedule and now he's like all of a sudden given up way fewer points than everybody else. So, I mean, I don't, I'm kind of just reading the tea leaves here. I don't know if he kind of gave himself a little loaf schedule here or, or what we're, what we're doing. You know, but. And, and we like to give Nate a bad rap for saying he's unlucky and all this stuff, but Will's in second place. Nate's in sixth place. Nate has 33 more points on the year than Will. And has had 140 more points scored against him this year. 140. Yeah, that's tragic. The it's the me it's the game of the century that kind of skews things though. When me and Nate score 170 and 160, it's like okay, your points for and against are going to be very skewed for the first half of the season. Right, and I I will say Nate and Loaf are actually the only two in the league that have broken 100 every single week out of all wow. ten of us. Wow, which is interesting, but. Um, Loaf's been really consistent 117, 113, 114. It's like he's stuck in that 100 spot, which yep. I mean, I it'll clearly get him into the playoffs. He'll probably end up like maybe number third or fourth in the league, but you've got to have a few of those like boom weeks to beat people. And so, I, I don't know, Nate, Nate's team looks really good. He's broken 100 every week and he had that 173 weeks. So, we'll see yeah, what happens this week it's... when I meet him. His team has, has has the ability to go nuclear nuclear every single week, right. but okay. Moving forward, the punishment. There's it's going to be tight. I think. I think it's. I don't think there's going to be a clear guy for a little while here. There isn't a winless team, and at, like the points four isn't crazy down at the bottom of the standings. Like everybody kind of has a shot. So who would you like to see most do what punishment? Yeah, it's kind of crazy that we're only three weeks in and there's zero undefeated teams and zero winless teams, but nobody's getting that gooch done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Osh is always at the bottom and this year might just need to be the year where we put a bullet in his head. Like he's <laughs> like that, like, old dog that like always staggers behind the group and can't keep up but somehow never is the one that dies i think this just might need to be the year where we say you know what kids we got to take osh out in the field i (laughs) I walk him out there with a shotgun in my hand and we just tell the family to say their goodbyes because he's he's always down there on the bottom he somehow has never finished and if you don't think that i won't win this league and put oshner in a circle, doing the hammer throw, then you're so wrong. Oh, 
Man, that would be incredible. It would either be a it'd either be the hammer throw or the javelin for me. I'm not sure, but either of them. The like the shot put would be the discus. Like that would be that's a good one. I do like that. Yeah, Osh Osh is kind of the old dog. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. And you really can't. And Osh has not learned any new tricks in the last couple of years. And so, he's just always he's always down there. He's always got a shot at losing it, and somehow he always just ekes by. And it, th- this just might need to be the year. I mean, can we put some respect on his name that he's a two-time league champion, though? Yeah, but it's kind of said and done. Okay. Yeah, it's in the past. It's it's kind of a a uh, like I like a Peyton Manning in his last couple of years, where it's just kind of sad to watch. Like, like, dude, just leave. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I like that. So Osh is your is your pick for who you want to see, and you want to actually put him in the track meet. Yeah, I'll I'll take care of it. Okay, all right, I like that. Well, last but not least, we are going to do a P Dub podium, and I thought you were a perfect person to do this P Wolf podium. I I kind of thought of the category and went down the line and said who who is the person that would have the most accurate version of this p-dub podium and it's wesleyan goats so you think about nebraska wesleyan at our time there and who are the most iconic figures during our time at nebraska wesleyan so i I thought you were the perfect person because you're the guest you get one one you get the first pick so i'll let you take it away um I do have to ask a question first. Am I able to like swipe out of the app and send you a picture? Or is that going to end the recording? Ooh. I know. I think you can swipe out. Okay. My, my first pick, I need to send you a, a picture. Cause I'm not <laughs> sure you're going to know who I'm talking about for part of this. Oh no. But this picture just wholly encompasses. So my one, one is just somebody who absolutely ate up the Wesleyan experience. Like Wesleyan was like the pinnacle or the peak of his experience. So one one, I'm picking <laughs> Jeremiah Lee. I just got the picture. Just completely <laughs> thrived at Wesleyan. Like, just kind of an awkward guy from Arizona. He leaves his state. So, like, he leaves behind, like, the high school bullies and, like, the people that know him for who he is. And just, like, thrived at Wesleyan. And I, I think what some people forget about Jeremiah Lee, and this is the picture I just sent Sloan, is that he somehow dated... Her name is Melissa. I can't think of her last name, and she just deleted her social media, so I couldn't look it up because we were Facebook friends and on Instagram. But there was this very Hot seat good Andrea, huh? Hot seat Andrea. Go ahead. Yeah, later, Andrea. Uh, <laughs> there was a a very good looking female that came to West End from the UK and somehow just latched on to Jeremiah, <laughs> and I I just think that that had to have been the best year of his life. Like he's on campus, he had friends, he wasn't like the awkward kid. Didn't know anybody, and he was hanging out with Melissa every night. So, my my one one is Jeremiah, just because I think he reached his peak and absolutely thrived at Wesleyan. Okay, I like that. And yeah, this picture that you sent, this is Melissa Melinda. What was her name, Melissa? I'm pretty sure it's Melissa, but I don't. She deleted her social media, so I don't know her last name. Yeah, I mean, absolute. I mean, completely out of Jeremiah Lee's league. Right. Let's just. <laughs> I like that pick. Okay, he is he is an iconic figure, and if you have him on LinkedIn. He is very, very active in the comment section on LinkedIn, <laughs> and not afraid, 
not does, afraid. Does it to... say on LinkedIn what his current job is? Uh, I don't. I don't know that information. I could probably find it, but he's I'm very active. You, you do your picks. I'm working on it. in the in the comments section, and he's not afraid to say his his uh, viewpoint. So I will go with my first pick. I'm going to go Chef Kyle. Wow, um, I had him on my list. Yeah, just every day when you walk in to the rot, you can just expect chef kyle to be there in a great mood cooking up absolute flames um it's one of the it's one of the first people i think of when i think of wesleyan and yeah i mean the guy is just a legend he absolute fire with not a lot to work with really with the food and you know just the guy you could go to you could count on him yeah, I um, I also had Kyle on my list, and I think that some people don't know that just the rags to riches story that Kyle is. He, yeah. uh, he's like a family friend of my family, and uh, used to be like on the streets drug addicts, and now he makes food for rich preppy Western kids, and they all <laughs> love it. Like if those people saw him out like in the normal like world and just yeah. saw him on the streets, the Western community as a whole probably wouldn't give him the time of day. Yeah, different story. But he's like everyone's favorite person. Absolutely. The pit to the palace. Yes. 100%. And not, so, to cut in, not to cut into your picking, but real quick, I'll slide in here. Jeremiah Lee has two occupations listed on LinkedIn. <laughs> he is the Director of Strategic Initiatives at Grad Solutions in Mesa, oh, Arizona. Obviously. And then his other job title is listed as Slave of Christ. Hey, okay. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> there it is. Oh, Wesleyan Goat. Through and through. Okay, back at the turn, my next pick is going to be, and I don't know his name. <laughs> I, I, I hope everybody knows who this person is. If you ever went into the Nebraska Wesleyan weight room, ever, you could probably expect this guy to be there. Um, it, like, if you even went five times to the weight room, this guy was probably there once. And it's the old man that would either be running laps or on the lap pull down machine, just <laughs> creating absolute chaos in the weight room. Did he wear gloves? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Real old. He was, I mean, probably like, probably like 80 years old and he would just put his entire body into the lap pull down machine or he'd be like basically walking, but it'd be a light jog around the track. So, I'm pretty sure like every day I saw this guy because I worked out at the same time as him almost every day. And he is just an absolute grinder, a goat. And he's my second pick. I love that for you. <laughs> okay, you're up. You got you have two picks. Oh, I thrive in the turn. Here we go. <laughs> um, another just like thrived at West End personality I'm going to take for uh... – Number two here would be Aaron Couts, but now no longer Couts is Aaron Opera. Uh, we okay. got there. She was one of the new student orientation people. I think all of us just kind of had hard eyes for um, Mitch and I both swung and missed. And now she is married to and carrying the child of a professional athlete. So she clearly has done better than Mitch or I could have provided for her. There it is. So she is that is that true? Yeah, she's married to a professional soccer player, and she's currently pregnant with his child. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah, so she, yeah, she out, yeah, I mean, 
obviously better than what could have happened with with our friend group. So right. <laughs> okay, I All like right. that pick. On the turn, next person is somebody that like I knew went to Wesleyan. I don't know if I ever once saw them on campus, except for maybe during intramurals. And the only two places that I can think of in my mind where I've seen this person about a thousand times is either staggering like in between booths at Iggy's, like almost unable to stand, or just housing shooters a few rows in front of me at every Husker football game. And that person's going to have to be Johnny Gunther. Oh, wow. That's a good pick. Yeah. That guy could drink. I'm sure he still does if his liver still works. I don't think I ever saw him <coughs> sober. I don't think I ever saw him in a class or ever saw him on campus if it wasn't at an intramural game. But I just feel like any time I've ever been to Iggy's, he's like there like in a stupor. <laughs> and I see him at about every Husker football game just deleting shooters. Yeah. <laughs> and he it seemed like he was a guy that was everywhere all at once. Like you just saw him everywhere you went. It was like, oh, there's Johnny Gunther. Yep. Yep. Okay. Good pick. Um, this is one's going to hit pretty close to home. Uh, I, I, I'm surprised she's made it this far, to be completely honest. But oh, no. she was in just about every Fibbage game we ever played. Oh, no. And that person is Heather Mueller. <laughs> the namesake so, for my fantasy football yeah, team? Yeah, literally. Uh, I mean, I, I think it goes without saying why she's a Wesleyan goat, but yeah, a lot of jokes were made at her expense and a lot of, just a lot of conversation that probably was unnecessary, but, but yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Heather Mueller. Wesleyan and, pe- goat. and people can say what they want to about Heather and her escapades during college, but <laughs> she's married. She's got two beautiful children and uh, without, the risk of getting myself punched by my wife she still looks like heather mueller so there there it is yeah i mean hey good for her she we didn't think she'd be here at this we're point pr- we're proud of how far she's come I'd say. yeah she's come a long way let's see how far we've come um my last pick i have a lot on this list so i'm gonna have a pretty pretty thick uh i always i always blank on this term honorable mention i'm gonna have a pretty thick honorable mention okay. list but my fourth pick, oh, this is tough. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go, it was short-lived, but I'm going to go Aslan. Wow. Wesleyan Goat, the fourth pick. Um, <coughs> just iconic, an iconic figure. The vine that was made with Aslan was probably like top three vines of all time, even though a lot of people didn't see it. Um, and yeah, just getting kicked out. As Who knows where Aslan is now? Hopefully still alive. Hopefully thriving. Not Hopefully so thriving. Him. I know they gave him to like, or was it a girl or a boy? Was that, I don't even know. Don't care. Yeah. I, hopefully in a good family now, but an absolute legend of Plainsman Hall, Aslan. Yes. Our, and honestly, if Aslan's no longer RIP. Yeah, 100%. Okay, you're, you got the last pick, and then we'll do honorable mentions. Okay, my last uh, one before we start doing honorable mentions, I think I'm only going to have to take this person because I referenced them the other day and nobody knew who I was talking about. 
but in my opinion, another person that just absolutely thrived in the Western experience was I knew them as Ian Snell when we were in college. I just looked him up on Facebook. He's changed his name and now his two last names and neither of them are Snell. What? On, on Facebook, he's now Ian Bussy Leaker. Oh, way uh, better last name, by the way. Yeah, I think I knew Ian because I believe he still identifies as he was a language major and also studied abroad at the same time I did. But like the nicest human being, but also just very oddball. Like his Facebook picture I'm looking at right now, he's wearing a dress and has his nails painted and has a massive nose ring in. Just like one of those people, the same thing. If I saw him on the street, don't know if I'd talk to him, probably would feel a little uncomfortable, but just thrived in the Western experience. And I enjoyed being around him at Western. And that's what we love to see. People and I who... referenced him the other day and no one knew who I was talking about. So maybe he's just like a legend among the language major community. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, and the Wesleyan experience is a unique one. So anybody that can thrive in it, good for them. And Ian is now a, um, has two careers. One is as a mental health professional and the other is as a Mary Kay salesperson. So <sighs> thrive. Yeah, Mary Kay rep hopefully can get his hands the on one caddy. of the uh, pink caddies. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. If I saw Ian driving down the street in a pink caddy, it'd be one of those things like, we don't need to talk, but I would look and I would smile and I would just be happy for him. Yeah, it would be poetry in motion. Exactly. Just like, yeah, that's exactly how it should have ended up. I'm like, I'm seeing like the end of Fast and Furious where they like drive and they part ways on the highway. <laughs> that's you and Ian like, now. <laughs> in my cruiser and Ian in a pink caddy next to me and we both just kind of look at each other and smile and then we just kind of part ways and keep that, going. That's perfect. I love that. <laughs> Okay, there it is. We'll have the people vote. I'll get loaf on the on the graphic. And honorable mentions, I have Chainsmokers slash Floodwatch. Yep. Um, Ira Zeff. Ooh. Chris Swift. Uh, which you probably don't know. That was more of a business business department uh, call out. Katie Klein. Okay. Uh, Dan right. Wither. Dan Withers. Oh, that's a big one. How did yep. we not go there? I, I, he was right in there with, with. That's uh, another. That's another like somebody that I probably wouldn't talk to on the screen, but absolutely thrived at West. Yes, hundred percent. Hopefully, Dan Weathers is doing well. I forgot his last name, so I actually had to go to Loaf's Instagram to find his last name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin Scurry. I don't know who that is. What blue key guy? Who blue key? The, uh, the blue key okay. leader. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Bill Fagler, who was the baseball coach before Nazi came to town. And OTPHJ and SWAT Team Tate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, had, I had a few left on my list for the old honorable mentions. Um, one, another person just absolutely thriving in their Western experience would be Bryce Swiggum. Nice. Okay. I don't yeah. know if you can picture him and his little goatee oh, yeah. around campus, but thousand percent. Uh, Pamela McLeod now kills her. Another person like I haven't seen since Western campus, but was just everywhere and saw her every day. Definitely, and it's Pamela, not Pam. For those it is not Pam who were wondering who were Pam. wondering. Okay, well that was good. We uh, we appreciate you for all that you do, and uh, hope hopefully you know. For your sake, there's a repeat that happens this season. One thing I failed to mention earlier, Christian McCaffrey's had a slow start. It's yeah. all planned. It's all part of the process. 
even though he hasn't been like a great, he's been putting out 15 points every week. And his run count, I looked it up because they clearly were amping him up on Sunday. It's been like a slow rebuild. He had 10 carries the first week, 15 carries the second week, and 25 carries last week. Oh, so they're wow. slowly Jeez. slowly amping him back up, and he's going to be a powerhouse here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, no concerns for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, no. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, on the other hand, maybe a concern. His, I think yeah. his carries is going the opposite direction, and right. it's because of the just absolute ineptitude at quarterback. Like, oh, no, Jesse made a bad pick. <laughs> yeah, no, CMC will be fine as long as he stays healthy. Right, and the Panthers' offense actually looked good this last week, so uh, we're fine. fine. Yeah, we just need to get Baker back in the groove. (laughs) Yeah, be just fine. Daddy Baker will put it together. He'll start feeling at home. He'll be good. All right, Chief. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Have a great week and get better. Thank you.